your average podcast. It's not a political show. It's a podcast about church culture and the culture at large, viewed through the lens of Scripture. It's the Richards Revelations podcast with Scott Richards. Here's your host, Scott Richards. Welcome to this week's podcast. I'm Scott Richards. Thank you for joining me on this journey as we try to live our lives just a little bit better, as we look at things through the lens of Scripture and then apply it to our life. I want to encourage you to share these podcasts with others. And if you're liking these podcasts, go ahead and hit the like icon and subscribe. If you'd like to participate in the ongoing production of this podcast, there's information below on how you can donate, if you're so inclined. Once again, I am truly thankful that you take the time to listen to these podcasts. Welcome to this week's podcast. Before we get into today's subject, I want to let you know that you can follow us on our Facebook page, Richard's Revelations Podcast, and most other social media platforms, including YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, and so forth, under my name, Scott Richards. If you want to make it easier, try Scott Allen Richards. Allen spelt A-L-A-N. Welcome to this bonus material of Bible Translations Examined, the Passion Translation. I want to address the clip that I kicked off the last episode with. I didn't address it in the last episode much. I figured a lot of it was self-explanatory, but I want to take this opportunity to hit a couple points in there, which show his twisting of Scripture, which he does through his Passion Bible, but also during his teachings of what the Bible actually teaches. And you can find his teachings all over on the Internet and so forth. One of the things interesting, when he was talking about the woman at the well, and refer to the five husbands and living with the sixth guy, he slips in there and says, and Jesus would be the seventh. I'm not sure exactly what he's trying to get at there, but it sort of seems like he's adding Jesus to one of the many men this woman has had in her life. Then we move on to some of the other areas. The other area is he does a lot of things in Revelation. And he'll say things like, oh, it's going to blow your mind. It'll be like something you never knew and all this kind of stuff. It's true, because there isn't anybody else who reads the original manuscripts, comes up with this stuff that he's coming up with. But we're supposed to ignore the manuscripts. We're supposed to ignore what we have had throughout centuries of the original text of manuscript of God's Word. And we're supposed to now believe that to set that aside Because what he's telling us is a new revelation that came directly from God. He got downloads from God. And all these years, all these centuries, that God didn't seem fit to instruct anybody else of these new revelations. So everybody up to this point has got it wrong. And so people that have chosen to live by God's word, that we have had all this amount of time, have been doing it wrong because only now, through this one guy, with no training or experience or ability, we're supposed to believe this guy had an encounter with God that he took him to heaven and took him into a library and began to give him all this information. And through that, we get a new, new revelation of what the Bible teaches, which is totally, absolutely contrary to what we have had. And so he goes into Revelation, and he wants to convince people that the book of Revelation is not about the end times and the second coming. He actually says the second coming is not in the Bible. He wants to throw that all aside and make people believe that this isn't about God's judgment, which it clearly is, that God's not going to beat the snot out of people in this book. 
that actually these different elements and things spoken of in the book of Revelation are actually us. And it's being revealed and we're being and it's being opened up and it's talking about us. That we're the scrolls and that we're the bulls. And when you go and study Revelation, you'll see how he has totally twisted that and tried to personalize it and place individuals, us, in those places. The trumpet. He goes on in those messages to talk about the angel that blows the trumpet. It's actually, no, it's actually us. It, the trumpet being blown is a, in reference to us because we are proclaiming God's word. We are sounding the trumpet. We are projecting. We are pushing. We are promoting. We are speaking out God's word. And so the trumpet is in reference to us and us proclaiming God's word. Totally, totally a twist of what the Bible actually teaches, what that's about. Also, when he addresses the whole keys thing, the Bible makes it clear that the one who has fallen, that now has the keys, is Satan. The Bible talks about how Satan is a god of this world, and he allows Satan to roam. He allows Satan to reign. He allows Satan to do all the things he's doing. And then at a certain point, Christ is going to put an end to it. But until then, he has free reign to an extent. And so he's suggesting that, oh no, that's not Satan. Because if you believe that, that means that God gave him the keys over. Because you know, God's, God's the one that's got the keys. Yes, God has given him the ability to do things on this earth for a time. We can see that in Job as well. But he wants to suggest, no, it's actually Jesus. It's actually God. And when it speaks of having the keys and going deep, deep down into the deepest parts, it's referring to us and how Jesus is going down into the most deepest parts of our heart. And he's opening things up and then he goes off and on and on and on into these different areas of things. But it's not about Satan. It's about us and it's about Jesus. And the depths is our heart and it's Jesus going into our heart, all this kind of stuff. We heard earlier in that clip as well when he talks about this, that we are the reincarnation of Jesus. Okay, reincarnation is not even a biblical principle. And yet he wants people to believe that we have been reincarnated. We are the incarnate Christ. It's disappointing, and yet so many out there, thankfully not the majority, but there's a lot of people that like his passion translation and the misrepresentation, and people sit there and they eat it up, which, which shows they don't actually spend much time contextually reading the Bible apart from getting into his thing. And then the way he writes it, then they, oh, I'm going to believe it. But most people that actually want to study the Bible do cross-references and double-checking and think, yeah, let's, let me read it in this translation, let me read it in this translation, let me read it in this translation. Kind of get a feel for it. If you were to do that, you would see how the Passion Translation is so different than all the other legit translations. I'll just put it that way, because one of the things we're doing here in examining translations, there are a few of these translations that are not legit. And so you wouldn't want to compare them to that because you're just comparing one set of garbage for another set of garbage. You want to compare things based on a true and accurate translation. And the passion is not one of them. Neither is the mirror, which we talked about on the first time. And the next episode, we're going to be getting into the Message Bible. Well, that's it for this bonus material. Just wanted to touch base on those few things because I didn't address it in the last episode. I wanted to jump right into the other content. I didn't want to deal with those uh, sound clips just then. I want to come back and just address them and point out a couple of things that you heard in there. And you can go back and listen and you'll see what I'm referring to if you didn't pick up on it initially. 
Well, that's going to do it for today. I want to thank you for your continued support when you listen to these podcasts. I know a lot of us live busy lives, and the fact that you spend some of it with me, I am truly grateful, and I appreciate it. So thank you for spending some time with me. Until next time, God bless you.